Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Startup of the Year podcast. I'm Frank Gruber, the co-founder and co-CEO of Established, co-founder of Established Ventures, and the team behind the Startup of the Year community and this very podcast. Thanks for being here today. On this episode, we're going to have a conversation with Anna Mason from Rise of the Rest Fund and Revolution about investing between the coasts and her investment thesis. The conversation took place actually in the past, but you're hearing it now for the first time on the podcast. Happened at our ninth annual Start the Year Summit presented by ReliQuest. It was hosted by Embark Collective and powered by Established. I've known Anna Mason for many years. Uh, we've ro- ridden the Rise of the Rest bus together all over the country and uh, had a lot of fun doing so and met a lot of great people and, and startups along the way. And it's so great to actually see her again uh, back in, in Tampa a few months ago and, and get to talk to her and obviously have this conversation. So really excited to, to, to share this with you all. And um, as I mentioned, uh, during the last few podcast episodes, we're sharing most of our interviews from that that. Uh, you know, we we gathered during that summit over the next few months. So please take a look at the future episodes, and hopefully you'll um, they'll provide you with some tips and strategies, and hopefully you learn something along the way. That's what we're all about: is continue to help you with your journey. All right, let's jump into that conversation with Anna Mason. So anyway, all right, thanks, Anna. It's been it's been a while since I've it I've seen you in, in person. It's been a minute. So um, thanks for being here today, and I appreciate it. Um, we've been on bus tours together across the country, but you've done a lot, a lot of tours. I think you've done more than I have at this point. How many of you, where have you, what have you done with the Rise of Rest? And you do the whole tour and you've been touring around the country finding companies. Give us like an up, update on what, everything that you've been up to with that. Yeah, and thank you for hosting this amazing event. Um, it's been incredibly special to reconnect with so many great friends from all across the country. So yeah. huge round of applause oh, for Embark thank you. Yeah. and established. <laughs> Is, um, it's it's really is, this, been is this the first event you've been at in person, or has it been? Uh, it now is like the second. second. But the first one was in New York. Very different vibe. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. Um, so uh, Rise of the Rest started as a bus tour flat platform back in 2014 to celebrate and spotlight regional entrepreneurship in cities all across the country. We've mm-hmm. done nine tours, been to 45 cities, mm-hmm. um, including Tampa, back on our uh, back again. tour in 2019. Yeah. So it's incredible to be back and see all of the extraordinary momentum uh, here and in South Florida more broadly. Uh, but Rise of the Rest is also now a venture fund. We've got 300 million under management. We've got about 175 companies that we're invested in. Mm-hmm. And we've just been incredibly busy investing. Uh, we actually, uh, 2021 was our most active year since we launched the fund four years ago. We made 48 investments wow. in 23 different states. Um, wow. Super exciting, wow. including uh, three new investments in Tampa. So been That's super fantastic. active. So. During the pandemic times, <laughs> which I think we're still in, I don't know, <laughs> can't even tell where they blur together. But either way, um, how um, how has that been? Has that increased the amount of stuff you've been doing? I know the tour is a big part of what you're doing, but did, did you have you been investing more because of the, you know, ability to be able to jump on more calls with, on Zoom and whatnot, or what's that been like? Yeah, we've so uh, we've been incredibly active, and I think the space in general has been really active, which is exciting to see. At the end of last year, so while we had to temporarily put our 
formal bus tour on the sidelines. We've been doing a ton virtually, as I know others have in the space as well. And at the end of uh, this, at the end of last year, late December, we came out with a report which we published together with PitchBook. Yeah, I was going to mention um, that. Yep. Oh, I'll jump. I'll jump. Right okay, in. jump right I'll in. I wanted to hear about right the report. Um, but this answers your question, right? Yeah, because um, we're thrilled that we've been so active, but we're a you know relatively small fund in I think what's very in a very exciting way, mm -hmm. um, really an emerging space. Our thesis is to see opportunity first through the lens of geography. So place matters. We don't invest in Silicon Valley. We don't invest in New York City. We love and have deep respect for both those places, but the vast majority of venture capital over the last 10 years has gone to those three places. And we think extraordinary entrepreneurs can have and will continue to build exceptional, transformative, uh, generation-defining companies anywhere in the country. Um, and oftentimes, early-stage venture capital can be the friction point that either um, you have to get over that hurdle in order to just you know start to really scale the mountaintop. So that's our thesis at its core. Right. And I think what's been most exciting to me and to us as a fund over this past year is we've actually really started to see the acceleration of I think what's starting as a trend and hopefully is turning into more of a, a movement with staying power, which is that early stage investment is really increasing mm -hmm. um, outside of Silicon Valley. So our, what our report detailed is that actually for the first time in 10 years, the percentage of early and seed stage funding going to Bay Area startups fell below 30% the first wow. time in 10 years. Yeah. And part of that is because actually a lot of investors in the Bay Area and in New York are increasingly investing all across the country. And there's also been a tremendous uptick in new venture firm creation. About 1,500 new firms mm -hmm. have come into the market over the last 10 years. So just a tremendous amount of capital flowing to more people in more places and mm. nothing gets us more excited than that. That's great. That's fantastic. And that's out in Pittsburgh. So if anyone wants to check it, check it out, they can go find it. That report. It's called Beyond Silicon Valley. Makes sense. Beyond Silicon Valley. Um, so it's funny. We had Beyond Happiness here yesterday. So we're just going beyond. Well, this is all about going beyond. The theme, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so what I was going to ask you, though, is how is that? So you've accelerated. You've seen acceleration in, in geographic locations and in investment. I think, you know, you've also seen a little bit of an acceleration in certain trends, right? Like with work and everything. How are you guys seeing that? Because like certain things like education and all, you know, all the areas that you were investing in because it's going to eventually be online has been online. <laughs> like, so we've gotten kind of jump started because of pandemic. And so I want to see what you guys are thinking and what you've been seeing out there as you look at a number of different companies. Yeah, I think you're, you're spot on. And you know, the, the joke is, you know, the future of work is now just work. The future yeah. of education is now just education. Like right. future's very much so here in, we an, live in, the future. in an accelerated <laughs> way. Yeah, exactly. um, which, exciting, scary, all of those right. things. Uh, you know, for us, um, I think some key areas of focus and opportunity, what we spend a lot of time thinking about and talking about and investing against from a thesis standpoint um, are the broader themes of infrastructure, access, and resilience. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we've, you know, on the access point, we've been doing a lot more investing in verticalized fintech, um, where it's all about uh, increased access and visibility and actual transaction capabilities to alternative asset classes or expanding the pool mm -hmm. of people who have access to in, you know investment education. So those are some areas that are interesting to us. On the infrastructure side of things, um, for, for me, that's more a commentary on, I think, the relative state of where the technology industry is in general right now. I just think there's a, there's a level of 
maturation in the way tech has sort of come online mm-hmm. that now it's 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 almost about like the plumbing and the mm-hmm. infrastructure and so we're seeing a lot of really interesting opportunities on that front i think that plays out for example in supply chain mm-hmm. so i think there's sort of a gen 2 gen 3 opportunity that we're seeing come online with more specialized or verticalized supply chain plays obviously that's been an incredibly um hot topic with mm-hmm. supply chain you know used to just be like supply chain nerds in corners mm-hmm. would talk about what was happening right. behind the scenes and now it's more nerds, very much like. so <laughs> we're all supply chain nerds wondering where where Where's our, where our stuff? goods and services <laughs> yeah. are yeah. so in in general um if i had to pick three topics mm-hmm. that i think will move the needle not just for investment opportunity but also for entrepreneurs for people looking to get into the space as you know as employ early employees in startups um, three key areas that you know I'm I'm focused on is we're kicking off this crazy new year. Mm-hmm. Um, one is money. Um, mm-hmm. I think watching where the flows of money going. Obviously, I talked about mm-hmm. the fact that more money is flowing to more places. I think more money will continue to flow into venture as an asset class, which is incredibly exciting when you think about just the just don't follow Biggie Biggie B because for... you know more money more <laughs> yeah, problems. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's yeah. true. Or... I'm gonna do the M's. Okay, not the okay, B's. okay. I'm gonna okay. do the M's. All right, all right. Um, the second is movement. Uh, I I refer to it as like the unbundling of place. So for a long time, we all existed in this sort of value proposition that where you work and where you live had to be the same. Obviously, we all know that's evolving um, in in some really rapid ways. So I I hope and I think this event is just such an important example of it. Being together in in person with people matters and there's a special electricity Mm -hmm. um, that I think you get from those in-person reactions. So I don't think we're going to have zero sum, all remote, all in person. Mm -hmm. There's going to be like a brave new world charted on this course and thinking about the flows and the movement around talent and Mm -hmm. and where people go is a trend we're following really closely. And then finally is meaning. And this is where I think the startup community as a whole has the most opportunity. If there's um, one seismic shift that I think has unfolded perhaps for each of us individually and for communities and and perhaps even the world at large it's it's taking a step back and thinking about what matters Mm -hmm. Um, I read this really interesting piece that LinkedIn had put out recently which said you know work-life balance is actually now shifting Mm -hmm. in subtle but critical ways to be life work balance and figuring out how you fit work into your life instead of how you fit your life into work is actually going to be the like the big coin flip um, moving forward for the duration post pandemic. And when you think about where you find meaning, I think the startup community like that opportunity inures to the benefit of the entire startup community because entrepreneurship to me is fundamentally about optimism, like realistic optimism. You're crazy enough to think that you can find the better way, but you're also realistic enough to help make it happen. And that's where I just think there's um, there's really exciting opportunity and inspiration for the year ahead. I love that. And I think about even what Paul just mentioned in reference to like your garden, right? Your life, like figuring out your your life first and then ultimately figuring out what you actually want to do in that. So I, I love that. So um, I want to ask you a few topics uh, I thought of while you were talking and didn't want to interrupt you, but basically you, you talked about some trends there. I mean, you wanted to interrupt me a little bit. I did, <laughs> but I, I bit yeah, my tongue. Yeah, I did. Uh, I held myself back. Uh, but basically, you know, you're talking about some trends there and I wanted to just get your take, right? There's a lot of of buzz and talk about, and even, you know, um, your your, uh, counterpart there, Steve Case wrote a book all about the waves, right? The third wave and first, he was part of the first and second and all that. And you've got the third. Now we're seeing web 3.0, 
how does that fall into the waves and what do you think about it and then also you, you talk about in-person things you know i want to get your take on the metaverse as well so those those two kind of areas of have you been seeing a lot of deals in those areas are you care do you care about those spaces are you thinking about them and we're we're seeing a ton in that space it's um i think we're we're in a stage right now where we're digging in, we're learning a lot, we're having a lot of conversations. I think there are a handful of companies in our portfolio who have long been building in the metaverse. Maybe they just didn't know it yet. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know it yet. All of a sudden it's all they can talk about. Right. Um, for me it's, and, and I think this applies not just to Web3 in the metaverse, but for any industry in general, every 12 to 18 months or so, the cycle flips and everybody talks about the mm -hmm. same exact right. buzzword. It's, right. I think it's, it's the authenticity of if, where, and how it actually fits into your model, yeah. um, or if you're square peg round hole. That makes sense. All right, great. So you're here in Tampa. I know you you, uh, you had some meetings this week, and you've got we've co-invested in some companies. You 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 probably did a bigger check size, but we were able to invest in some of the start of the year companies. Um, one is Griffin. So locally, are there others that you're you're excited about here in Tampa? Yeah, we're as I mentioned before, we're investing in four companies. Uh, in Tampa, not all of them have been announced yet, so oh, I'm not okay. going to blow anybody up. We can from definitely the break that news. We can break the break that news I today. I don't. Like. I, I think there's a broader like there's okay. a broader PR plan. I don't, okay. don't want to step okay. on there. All right, they won't tell anyone. But <laughs> let, let me let me answer your question differently. Yeah. Um, Rise of the Rest typically writes half a million dollar checks into seed stage companies that range from quarter of a million. Uh, we, and our check size can range from a quarter of a million to a million dollars. We mostly do seed. We do mm. a very little bit of pre-seed, a very little bit of A. Um, I am loud and proud in all communities, not just when I'm in Tampa, about how special and underrated I think this community is. There's obviously been a tremendous amount of hype, and I actually think well-deserved in other parts of South Florida, but I think there's a really special and intentional community being built here. I love this market. I love investing in startups in this market. I've learned better than to like continue to hand out my email from stage, but um, <laughs> we like I will answer that question by saying, in part, I'm here looking for my fifth investment in there Tampa. So we'll figure out how to get in touch. And we have others as well, not just Tampa. So there's quite a few other states. Yes, involved. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I should say, Rise the Rest is invested in uh, 39 states across wow. the country. So I don't think I've ever you met. You know, we're trying to get to 50 of 50. That's amazing. I don't think I've ever met anybody that's invested in that many states. We uh, were, you know, it, it, part of it, I think, unfolded through the work that we did on the tours. Yeah. So while the tours weren't just about early stage startups in isolation, it was really about understanding and experiencing the broader community of innovation and entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and that spirit of possibility that's very much so alive and well in cities all across the country. And so it's really over the, you know, since 2014, it's been a really special opportunity yeah. for us to get to know so many cities and that's yeah. led naturally just to great investment opportunities. That makes sense. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's been a while since we've been on a bus, but uh, gosh, it, in the, in the moment it's a grind, right? But it, in hindsight, you're like, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> right? So, and I think for those that don't realize it, it's, it's literally like a five day tour where, you're in a new city every day and you start at 7 a.m. and you're meeting like everyone in that community pretty much, including like the governors and the mayors and the, you know, everybody. <laughs> so um, is there any memories that you have from just doing those tours that you just would love to share? Like one moment where you're like, oh my gosh, that was like the most interesting thing. I mean, there's probably been a ton. But... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Ask me a different question, Ted. Okay, I don't okay. Know. <laughs> uh, is there anything you're looking forward to here in the 2022? It's, it's 2020 part two. Hopefully it's not like 2020. 
Um, <laughs> I am, uh, so we probably like so many of you, we had the opportunity to uh, build and grow our team over the last two years during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have put a lot of emphasis on just thinking about how we operate, how we vibe as a team. And one of the things we've started to do is come together with intention. So people are you know, remote, whether they're local in DC or in some of our other locations across the country. Mm -hmm. And so we've really started to come together with intention on a quarterly basis and just do great fun things. And um, we just laid the plans to take our team to Austin, actually to oh. one of our portfolio companies called Collective Retreats, which does these really neat um, hospitality experiences like in the wild. Oh, cool. So we're gonna be headed there um, nice. in a couple months and I'm looking forward to that. That's great. All right, well, uh, thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate it. You're gonna be a finals judge here shortly. We've got some great companies, as you saw, the little videos there. I don't know if you had a chance to meet any of those yet. Thanks, Frank. But you're going to learn more about them here shortly. So hey, let's give it a, let's give a warm round of applause here for Anna Mason. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anna. Really appreciate what you're doing as a longtime supporter of the community and everything you guys are doing over at uh, Revolution and Rise of the Rest. Big fans and supporters over here as well. Uh, I wanted to also mention that the, uh, the live stream from the event that we recorded that at, which was our ninth annual Start of the Year Summit, uh, if you did not come to the event in Tampa, you can actually find it over on our YouTube channel. Just go to SOTY.link forward slash EST YouTube. Again, it's SOTY.link forward slash EST YouTube. And if you're not a subscriber, subscribe. We drop a number of different things throughout the uh, the months and a lot of interviews and different uh, events that we produce. So you definitely want to check that out as well. All right. And I wanted to mention one more time uh, a company we've been working with for a little bit and then we're actually invested in. Uh, called Finmark uh, because it's really helpful to startups. It's one of the most important things that it's an office often confused thing is your financial um, financial model for ca forecasting and cash projections and runway. So Finmark is actually creating a, a software that allows it, uh, startups to create these these plans in an easy way or easier way. And um, they're actually offering our, our community of members a chance to sign up for free. So free trial on us. If you go to est.us forward slash Finmark, Again, it's est.us forward slash Finmark. Uh, and again, Finmark is one of our alumni, uh, came through our Start of the Year program a couple years ago and uh, is doing great things. So check it out, est.us forward slash Finmark, and we'll all drink our own champagne. All right, and we'll enjoy it too. <laughs> so uh, go check that out. Finmark's uh, definitely something that can help you. All right, and uh, for all those listeners out there, I hope you're enjoying our conversation today. And uh, if you think of anything you want to share, please do share it with us. Um, we, we appreciate the feedback. Drop it in the reviews section and uh, we'll, we'll check it out or just share this podcast with somebody if you think it's helpful because uh, sharing is caring for sure. Well, we're almost at time here with this episode. Before we do, though, I wanted to mention thanks to everyone that uh, reached out and connected over at South by Southwest down in Austin, Texas. I was just got back from South by, so I've got a little bit of a little bit of South by haze as far as there's a lot going on, a lot of walking. I think I walked like 12 miles a day, but uh, a lot of great energy down in Austin again, and uh, it was great to see everybody. So I appreciate everyone that reached out uh, via email as well as, um, you know, some folks reached out via DM and whatnot. So it was great to connect with folks in person again and um, looking forward to doing it in the future again soon. So if you have a startup idea and you want to get it going, today is the best day to start up, not tomorrow, not the next day. Get it going, and in doing so, I encourage you to join our community of act for access to support, expert advice, and resources that you need to elevate your startup to the next level. 
Just simply go to SOTY.link forward slash apply and join our community or just go to startupofyear.com. You should be able to find our application and learn more about what we're up to and join the community. It's free. We just want to help. So till next time, I'm Frank Gruber and I'll see you out there. Thanks for listening to the Startup of the Year podcast. Be sure to subscribe and we'll be back with another episode soon.